Good evening. I hope you're all well. My name is Shemaine Linney and I am owner of Shemaine's Model Health. Um, I'm a fitness and nutrition expert and I have been in the industry for longer than I care to mention. Um, it is December 12th, uh, one week before Christmas week. Uh, oh, how time flies. I hope you're all prepared and ready for Christmas and that everyone has gotten over that bug that seemed to struck everyone down over the last two weeks. So this week we're talking about fat loss mistake number three. Um, and this is pretty common and especially because I work some of my time in a gym, uh, I see this a lot. Um, not as much as I used to, but it's still pretty common and I'm sure in some of the bigger gyms and chains it is more popular, but that is Working out at night, um, so this is fat loss mistake number three and a lot of people don't understand that working out at night can be one of the key players or main reasons why they may be struggling with their fat loss or their health. Um, even though people think, well at least I'm still getting a workout, I'm still burning calories, I'm still getting my exercise, the time of the day when you do this does actually matter. Um, due to many reasons, um, one of them being that our body works, as I've mentioned before in um, some of my other podcasts, works on a circadian clock. So that's a, our internal clock and our hormones work a lot in align with that. So when the sun comes up, certain hormones are released. When the moon comes up, other hormones are released and this goes on day after day. Um, so what happens then in the evening when we're supposed to be winding down and relaxing, um, that's when our stress hormones start to go down. So our cortisol levels start to go down um, and then our melatonin of course starts to increase or kick in to get us set up for a good night of quality streets or sleep should I say. Um, but when we start to work out at night, we all know that exercise is a stress on our body. Um, exercise and being awake is catabolic, which means it's breaking down our body um, and it's causing damage to our body. It keeps our stress hormones very high and what it does, it sets us up and puts our body into a fight or flight or survival mode. Um, so late at night when you're exercising, when you should be winding down, but you're actually exercising instead, what you're doing is you're keeping the stress hormone high and you're suppressing your natural melatonin hormone, which is getting ready to, like I said, set you up for a good night's sleep, but which in turn also repairs your body and fixes anything that may need a little extra attention. And this is where our memory processing gets done um, and all a lot of detoxification and we just re-energize for a new day. But if you're exercising in the gym, what you're doing is keeping your cortisol levels high. So you're knocked, you're knocking that natural clock out of balance. Um, and this is knocking all your hormones out of balance. The what happens then is you're literally, we are as human beings literally designed to do most of our strenuous activity during the day. That's why our cortisol levels peak early in the day or in the morning. So when we take advantage of these hormone cycles, 
we can actually get better results in our performance and in our weight loss and in our overall health. Um, we also have spikes of testosterone and adrenaline in the late afternoon or early evening, which is a good time for training because you're still giving your body enough time to come back down on those stress hormones and get set up for a good night's sleep. So ideally you would want to be training five to six hours before you would go to bed. So late afternoon, early evening if you were going to bed at say 10 or 11 p.m. at night. Uh, just so you're getting those optimal results because as we know from other podcasts that when our cortisol is high our body will retain or store more fat for that emergency or for that survival mode that it needs to jump into to keep you alive. So we want to keep our hormones going in their natural cycle as much as possible. So cortisol high in the day, then starting to lower, then it spikes a little bit with testosterone and adrenaline around the afternoon, and then it drops back down to where it wants to be in the evening, setting you up for a good night's rest. Also, when we're working out late at night, what we're doing is we're activating our central nervous or sympathetic nervous system. Um, and when we do the sympathetic nervous system, we are in turn, even though you think, and I've been here, I'm sitting in the gym and I think this is my happy place and I'm nice and relaxed here and this is where um, I get my downtime or I meet my me time in the gym. But actually, when we're in the gym, we activate our sympathetic nervous system. So not necessarily the gym, at a boot camp, at a spin class, at jazzercise, at whatever you're at. Um, yoga, meditation, not necessarily included though. Um, what we're doing, when we activate our SNS or sympathetic nervous system, it basically gets turned on and off like a light switch. So when this SNS, your sympathetic nervous system, is on, that means your parasympathetic nervous system is off. So that's our rest and repair and digest system. So that's turned off. So even th though we think we're having a great time in the gym or relaxed, we're not actually in our proper rest state and we haven't got our parasympathetic system activated because you can't have both on at the same time it doesn't work like that um, even though some experts will argue that exercising at night is fine because you produce endorphins that help you relax the actually the main roles of endorphins are to be natural pain and stress fighters that would need to be on if you weren't exercising at night in the first place so it's just something to keep in mind. You're going against your body's natural cycles, therefore you're creating more stress um, to fight, but not actually fighting the stress that you already had. So your stress levels are high, but you're not fighting the stress that you already had, if that makes sense. So tough exercise before bed can make you um, more tired um, and you will you will go asleep but there's a difference between falling asleep and passing out so are you falling asleep and getting good quality sleep or are you just passing out and waking up the next day and remembering nothing um, so um, the next one then on why we don't want to exercise late at night um, is another study, and there's several of these studies that I came across, but this one was in the Appalachian State University, 
uh, found that morning workouts are better if you want to get the best sleep at night. So by tracking sleep patterns of participants who worked out at three different times in the day, so that was 7 a.m., 1 p.m. and 7 p.m., they discovered that the ones that worked out at 7 a.m. slept longer and had a deeper sleep cycle than the other two groups. In fact, the morning exercises had up to 75% more of the reparative deep sleep um, at night than the other two groups did. So that's pretty cool because we know how important um, our sleep is for overall health and fat loss and good skin and hair and stress and longevity and um, how we function on a daily basis. However, but like stress just or sleep plays such a big part in everything. So getting optimal sleep um, does go hand in hand with when and how you exercise. Because we know, as I said earlier, that uh, being awake is catabolic. So when your body is in that state of where it's being broken down, then it needs to be built back up when you sleep. Um, because sleep is your anabolic state. That's your reparative um, time. Also, one thing to remember is that when you go asleep, your body goes into a process called thermoregulation. Um, this is where your core temperature drops to put you in the best sleep possible. When we exercise, we raise our core temperature and it can take five or six hours to come back down to where we want it or where it should be ideally. So working out at night obviously is raising your core temperature and if you're going straight home to bed or going to bed an hour later, you can see that your core temperature would not be back down to uh, its ideal state for you to get the best sleep that you need to be functioning on optimal levels. Uh, so time in your exercise around six hours before bed can help you sleep better from a thermoregulation perspective. Um, this is why uh, I do recommend a lot of my clients that can't get to the gym early in the morning will train around 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. at the latest in the evening. Um, so I know life does happen and I know um, there are days where you can't get to the gym until late and yes, any exercise is better than no exercise, but these are just guidelines to help you be functioning on more optimal levels and get the best fat loss and health results that you can get. So we had um, our cardio, we had our carbohydrates, and now we've got exercising late at night. So I think the main thing I wanna drive home about exercising late at night is how we're increasing our stress hormones um, which puts our body into a stressed or fight or flight state which then causes our body to store more fat because it thinks something's about to happen and it needs to save us or help us survive um, but also then it's preventing our hormones from going back down to where we want them to be and our core temperature where we want it to be so we can get a good reparative sleep that night um, which helps us the next day and so on. So it's a circle, it's a circle of life. Uh, we just want to be aware when you can working out earlier in the day if you can or around afternoon um, 
But again, there's obviously going to be times when life happens and Christmas party happens and kids get sick and you get a flat tire and whatever. There's always going to be something. But being aware, being aware of all these little things and little hacks is what's going to get you to where you want to be. A lot quicker than not being aware or doing things the wrong way completely. Um, I hope that makes sense. So there you have my three fat loss mistakes or the top three fat loss mistakes that I see happen all the time. I would hope that you would share these because I know there's a lot of people that think they're doing right, but they're not actually doing right. And we want to help them. We want to help as many people as possible so that we don't have everyone struggling or we don't have people trying and failing and then getting disheartened and then totally giving up altogether and then that in turn causes another strain completely on our health system. So uh, sharing is caring. Um, I'd love for you to follow me. Of course, I'm on Facebook and you can check out my website. That's shemainsmodelhealth.com. I will have another podcast next Monday and every Monday going into the new year. Um, I'd love to hear comments and let me know if there's a topic you'd like to cover. It can be anything health or food or fitness related. Even if you think it's silly, don't be afraid to ask and I will get to it as soon as I can. Okay, have a great healthy week everyone and I will speak to you soon. Bye.